What's up, everybody? Welcome in to another edition of the Jazz Nation podcast. My name is Daniel. I am the admin of all those Jazz Nation pages that you're following online through the TikTok, the Instagram, the Facebook, the podcast, the Patreon. The, I'm probably missing something there. The MySpace. But you can find the links for all these things in one simple spot. Just go to linktree.com forward slash Jazz Nation News. With me, like he is most of the time, he is the assistant to the host, who's on the wrong side here too. There we no, go. No, that's the right. Why is that there, the wrong side? There we go. Things wow. were. If, if you're not watching the video, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But you yeah. should be watching the video. Wow. Okay. He's the assistant to the host. His name's Will Wonder. How you doing today, sir? I'm good. I, you know, it was America Day yesterday, so I'm lagging. But other than that, I'm great. I feel good. Good, good, good. Well, um, thanks. So, by the way, right now we're recording this. If you are able to, we're live streaming this too on some of those pages. So it's on right now live. We are live on the Twitter, the YouTube, and the Facebook page. So if you're watching the live stream right now, thanks so much. Leave a comment. Get in on the interactions here and uh, chat with us and things like that. So right now it's we're smack dab in the middle of summer league. Um, we both went to summer league. The first summer league game was this past Monday, July third. You know, if anyone's following my pages, you've already probably heard my thoughts on the first night of summer league. It was kind of miserable, if I'm going to be honest. And what I mean by miserable, not the basketball games. You know, the basketball games well, are what it is. They're there. That's summer league ball. It is what it is. It's fun, but it's also kind of a mess. But the situation that went on at the arena was a complete disaster. And what I'm talking about for all of you that didn't go to the games and haven't seen my tweets or whatever thing about it. So first off, they have, so if you've never been to the jazz arena, you know, they've got multiple concession stands, places where you can get food, drinks and all that. It's all great. However, for summer league, they only had like three, maybe four of these open. <laughs> so it was a long, long, let me just say this. I went and ordered some Chick-fil-A. I ordered the Chick-fil-A when there was about five to six minutes left in the first game. The, I think it was, who was it? Memphis and the 76ers. Yeah. I did not get the food until maybe five minutes into the damn jazz game. So I waited around 35 minutes to get some Chick-fil-A. And uh. when I got up there, the lady says, I'm sorry for the wait. And I was like, what was, what's going on? And she's like, yeah, we ran out of chicken and fries. And I literally think I stood there for maybe a hot second and did like a, face like what <laughs> are you kidding me like what uh okay <laughs> so and and i'm going to say this was not just me there was there was people i saw in that chick-fil-a line looked like they'd been there for hours i mean i talked to one guy and he said he waited almost 50 minutes so yeah i'm looking at the timeline from our text and then yeah you're, it's about a 40 ish minute yeah and <laughs> wait and i've heard from other people by the way like they waited in the hot dog line there was one other like chicken place there. It wasn't just the Chick-fil-A thing. There was a bad situation as far as food things. I even heard that people that were getting cup off there, they waited almost 45 minutes or so. And then the orders ended up getting canceled. So, I mean, that's, that's bad. Look, and I know it's summer. Again, I talked smack on the jazz jerseys. People like it's summer league. Calm down. I understand this is summer league, but when you're having an event at an arena, you got to be prepared. Like, come on, that's a big L on the, the arena and stuff like that. They know how many people are coming. They know how many tickets were sold and stuff. They, the lower bowl was sold out. That's why they had to open the upper bowl and start selling tickets for there. You got to be ready for that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. My and thought it, is uh, maybe they, they didn't anticipate that many people, 
but you got to think a lot of people probably had work off July 3rd and it rolled into the 4th. So I, I bet you, you know, from what they anticipated, obviously there was a lot more. And then you hadn't even touched on the, the okay. other. And now here's the up. second problem. This was worse. This was, now, no, no, this was worse because the food thing was mainly bad for me because I was the one waiting for it. I yeah, mean, I was you were cool. Waiting, I was just sitting there you watching were sitting the game. in the seat waiting for the food come to you. So I right. mean, it sucked because you had to wait, but you weren't actually waiting for it. The second problem was you walked down to your seat. You were, it was as if you were walking into Florida. And what I mean by that is like you took one step and you're like, it's kind of warm. Took another step. It's kind of hot in here. By the third uh, step, you're like, I'm kind of sweating. And by the time you get to your seat, you're like, damn, I'm sweating a lot. And it's yeah. kind of really hot in here. What is, I mean, it was hot. Inside. And let me just say this. You know, we had pretty good seats. We were lower bowl. I think we were like row 16 or something like that. We had pretty good seats and it was hot there. I've, I've heard from other people that were sitting in other parts of that area. Somebody that said they had like front row seats said it was hot as hell where they were too. And they, wow. they could not believe like, they were like, I don't know how these players were even able to play like with how hot it was there and stuff. I, look, again, I know it's summer league and stuff like that, but they do a lot of events at that arena. They know they've got to have their stuff ready. If you are not ready, don't have the event there. Like go sell it out of the Maverick Center. I think the Maverick Center has some air conditioning. Well, I don't know. I mean, okay, <laughs> that's just that's my there complaining for that. Yeah, that's out of the way. I hope definitely I, not getting tickets to this next year. Go ahead. Look, look, everyone makes mistakes. No one's perfect. I hope they they have an opportunity today and tomorrow to fix those wrongs. Let's see if they do. That's what, we'll leave it at that. There it is. Let's talk about the actual game though on Monday, shall we? So mm -hmm. the Utah Jazz played their first summer league game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. By the way. The Oklahoma City Thunder was almost like half of their actual roster. It seemed like was actually playing there. It felt like because they were. Well, it was it was pretty much their summer league team from last year. Let's just say all very young. Let's just say within like the first five minutes or so, that Thunder team looked like they were gelled pretty good. Where the Jazz looked like maybe they had practiced once. <laughs> like they, they looked, looked they looked bad at the start there. Uh, but the Jazz actually kind of came back. They made it a game. I mean, they were down about what at one point thirty thirty points or almost something like 30, that. Yeah. And they came back and made it kind of a game toward the end, but Thunder still get the victory. Final score, 95-85. to 85. Uh, Our three main guys for the Jazz, Keontae George plays 31 minutes, finishes with 18 points, five rebounds, four assists, three steals. Ochai plays 30 minutes, gets 17 points, nine rebounds, one assist, one block. And Jazz Luka gets 23 minutes, 13 points, six rebounds, one assist, one block. Jazz next summer league game is today as we're recording this. It is Wednesday, July the 5th. They'll play tonight against the 76ers. Then they'll play Thursday against the Memphis Grizzlies. And then that closes out Salt Lake City summer league. And then, boy, they head somewhere where I hope they got the air conditioning on. Las Vegas. Because if they ain't got no AC in that place, people are going to die. Um, first game is Saturday in Vegas summer league for the Jazz against the Clippers. Then uh, the next game is July 10th against the Timberwolves. July 12th against the Nuggets, and then July 14th against the Phoenix Suns. And then, you know, depending, then they do some kind of like bracket thing. So depending how good the Jazz do, they'll either continue playing or that's the end for them. Um, and as far as I know, everyone that's playing for the Jazz now in Salt Lake City is the same roster that's going with them to Vegas. So sometimes those things can get moved around, but same roster. We've seen the Jazz one summer league game. Any thoughts from you on what you thought? I, I know you were a little down on... Keontae, it's where the start of there. I mean, oh, he did, looked he, awful. Did, he, 
Did he turn it around for you there toward the end of the game? But it looked towards like the end, the fourth he, character, he did towards the, towards the end. Uh, I would say two and a half quarters. It looked like, oh my god, what is this guy's deal? Right? Uh, I don't know. I, I I tweeted this. I looked at the box score, and it, they said he had one turnover, and that didn't feel accurate. Like it almost. I swear to God, I saw four in the first half with my own eyes from him. He looked uh, slow. He looked kind of. I wouldn't say scared, but just more like apprehensive to do anything. Uh, but around the middle of the third quarter, it looked like things started to click a little bit better with him. And then in the fourth, he, he started playing well. But at, at that point, it felt like the game was really out of reach. So I don't know if that was a, a OKC kind of just letting off a little bit or him actually feeling better. I mean, they did play him a lot. What was it? 30? You said 31 minutes. Oh uh, yeah, 31 minutes. Yeah, he ended up with 18 points. Again, uh, only one turnover on the box score, but I swear there was more than that. But we'll have to see tonight. We'll see tonight how he looks, and then obviously throughout the rest of Summer League. And, and Summer League isn't everything. There's been players that have looked great in Summer League that have been awful during the season and vice versa. I remember Trey Young's Summer League was awful, and everyone was saying, he's you know, what a waste. He's going to be a bust, and you know he's still doing all right in the league. So. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, is like sometimes players, you know, Salt Lake's a tough one for players too. Cause for a lot of guys, this is their first time playing in this kind of altitude ish weather and stuff like that. So, you know, altitude ish. So, you know, <laughs> even if you're here for a week of playing, it still can probably knock the crap out of you and stuff like that. And then, yeah. you know, go down to Vegas and play where you're just hot and stuff. I, I just feel like you got to give them a little bit of like, yeah, we'll wait and see some more during the Salt Lake. And then Vegas is when they're going to be like, okay, you know, hopefully they can maybe show us more of it, what the potential is even more at that point. But mm -hmm. I remember at one point we we're sitting there watching because uh, Jared Butler, former jazz draft pick, Jared Butler is now playing for the thunder was playing. And I remember you said something funny. You're like, man, if Keontae doesn't turn this around, he might be the next Jared Butler. <laughs> and I was like, bro, I, was like, give, give I mean, he guy. looked, he looked awful. I mean, yeah, to be fair, he looked, he looked pretty terrible in that first half yeah. and stuff. I Missing mean, free throws. I mean, turnovers, not like it, missing a shot and then not getting back on defense and his man uh, making shots because he wasn't back. But again, he, he picked it up there at the end of the towards the end of the third and then through the fourth. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see, see tonight. We'll see tomorrow throughout the rest of the summer league. It's kind of funny. I mean, there's like a highlight reel of his that game. And if you look at it, there's one play, I think for the first half where he gets a steal and then it'll lay up and everything else is from yeah. the third quarter and fourth. But you know, as long it, the good point of it was that he didn't like, it would have been really easy for him to just put his head down and, you know, just kind of give right. up for that game. And he, he didn't give up. So that's, you got to look on the plus side of that thing. Um, Ochai, who I think is kind of getting looked over here since he's not the rookie, but he, I mean, he did great. He did, I don't he, think no, there was anything that look, he, hold on, hold up. Hold up. Did he do great? I don't know if he did great. Well, for this, for compared this, man, to, for this team. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, for what he should have done. I feel like he was a little lackluster. Let me say this oh, though. I, I've, so. I've talked about it on some recent posts when they, you know, you've seen how he's looking now. Seeing him in person, that dude has got himself into some great shape. Like, I don't know if they, that was the main goal they asked him to do in the offseason was to get a little thinner, put on some more muscle. But he, I mean, you've got to agree, right? I mean, the yeah. dude looks like he is, he could probably bench the crap out of anybody and take a hit from somebody. I mean, he is, <laughs> he is ready. Now, the problem was, is like, there was times, like, he, he was attacking the basket. I mean, there was one time when he went to go do a dunk and he got blocked hard. I believe it was mm -hmm. Chet who blocked him. So, oh, he's got Chet got Keontae. Well, I mean, Chet 
blocked quite a few guys. Yeah, once but he once he got comfortable. That's something I would for me, I would like to see Oche work on as far as his just his attacking the basket. He needs to just once he can see that he's got that lane, just do it. Just go there. And if you if you know you're maybe about to get blocked, draw the foul then. Um he's got to work on that for sure. Like if he's gonna be the jazz's I don't know. Is he going to be the shooting guard, small forward, whatever, like some kind of scoring guy for the jazz. He's definitely got to get better. I think attacking the basket and drawing fouls. Speaking of fouls, Keontae George has got to be careful on his fouls. I think, I mean, we saw that in the first half. Yeah. First half. I was like, God, I hope I think in summer league, you get like double the fouls or something like that. But good thing. Cause he was out there fouling it up. So we got to be careful on that. Um, so, yeah, we're going on to the next game. Jazz are playing the 76ers tonight. I can't name one player that's on the 76ers summer league team. Uh, the only thing I know is Nick Nurse is the coach. Like, he's the actual – he's their new head coach of the team, but he's actually coaching the summer league team yeah. there, so that's kind of cool. I made a joke that it's kind of funny. I know it's summer league, but the coaches are all wearing shorts, and when you see, like, the actual head coach, Nick Nurse, over there wearing, like, his khaki shorts, it was a little <laughs> little funny. I, I got a laugh out of it. But um, I, So we kind of mentioned some things there. What do you – on the jazz point of things, is there anything you'd like to see maybe more out of Ochai, Keontae, or maybe even Jazz Luca or any of the other guys? I mean, you talked about uh, Ochai not getting to the hoop enough. Maybe try that tonight. You know, uh, like you said, the 76ers, I don't know if there's going to be one guy on the roster, the summer league roster that makes the team. Now that could all change once guys get traded later this, uh, this summer. But I would say Ochai, look to try to have like, 20 to 25 point ish game. I would say George just be a little bit tighter. Uh, again, there's no way he only had one turnover, um, but that's fine. Um, and, and then be more aggressive from the jump. Cause he was a little just standoffish at the beginning of the last game against Oklahoma city. There definitely isn't a guy in the middle, like Chet Holmgren to block shots for Philly. There isn't a player like Jalen Williams, like Jalen Williams, I think in 21 minutes, he had what 20 points. I'd have to go 21 points in 22 minutes. Uh, he's way above what should be in summer league. So I, I'm assuming he's not going to play the rest of the summer league uh, or, or finish the summer league, I should say. But um, they should be able to come out and play really well against Philadelphia. Philadelphia played Memphis tough. But if you watched Memphis, it just felt like Kenny Lofton Jr. was just shooting, especially that third quarter once we got in there. It was just like, he just had a green light to shoot and wasn't making a ton of them, even though I think he ended up with 20, 20 something points. Uh, but I would hope that they come out aggressive. Um, I mean, you can look at guys like Micah Potter who had a pretty decent game, even though he did get just, I mean, my God, that dunk from Trey Mann on him. He did bounce back though. And I, he got, he got a dunk on somebody later. I can't remember who it was, but just them to come out aggressive, look to win the game, I think would be important. Again, Philadelphia, there really isn't many guys on that roster that I think are going to be playing in the NBA. So so we have some breaking news right now while we're recording. It's now official for the injury report for the Jazz tonight. Taylor oh. Hendricks and Bryce Sensible are out again. The weird thing about this Bryce Sensible injury thing is they're saying on the injury reports, left knee surgery recovery. Well, he, like, that would have been at the end of his college Right, like he. Oh, I thought I thought he had something else though. I thought it was his. his oh, maybe I don't know. Injury. I, I don't have to look into that. But and then uh, my man Johnny Zhujang, he's probable, which is always a good. Oh, sign. nice. That, that usually means they're going to play. I mean, they wait and see. But um, I was talking with you about him. I was really looking forward to seeing him play. To me, 
Um, something I learned recently with this new CBA, because it used to be that you can only have two two-way players, but mm-hmm. now you can have three. And they actually, I think last week or so, actually signed him to another two-way, two-way. contract. But it's one of those contracts where I think they could dump him at any moment. So to oh, me, I feel most like... Most of the two-ways are that yeah, way. Yeah, but I think, I can't remember the exact terms on it. But anyways, I just feel like this summer league's this is like one of those where it's really big for Johnny's using like didn't get a whole lot of time with the jazz last season and stuff like that. That's what happens when you're a two way guy. Um, I always feel like it, it just feels like the history of two way guys, they get like one year and didn't, they don't seem to stick around for the second. Right. Like they did, I don't know if that, cause there's just so many guys that like, just think of this, these guys that don't get drafted. There's so many guys that don't get drafted that are now available. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not showing out in summer league and someone else is showing out in summer league, the jazz could easily drop you and pick up this other dude. And he's oh, a yeah. two-way guy. Well, I mean, so. that's the, that's the thing with the two way. They can take, you know, send them down to the uh, G league, have them play there. And they're easy to, to cut. Cause I don't know what the guaranteed numbers are as far as money goes in those two way contracts, but I'd imagine it's obviously fairly small. Yeah. So just my point was this, this is just like uh, the Micah Potter guy. I mean, he, he kind of, his first game was okay, but like, if I was looking at that and I'm like, do I want to keep him as a two-way guy if he's just doing okay in Salt Lake Summer League? Like, he too needs to start showing out a lot more and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, Yeah, it's big is, for a lot of guys on the roster, for sure. Yeah, this is just a long way of me saying, excited to see if Johnny's using can get out there tonight. Excited to see him uh, hopefully ball out. And uh, yeah, go Johnny. How about that? <laughs> is that fair enough? There you go. Hey, by the way, while we're breaking news, you're Orlando Magic. For those that don't know, the assistant <laughs> to the host, I bring him on because he's not a jazz fan. He helps give just like this non-jazz fan theory on basketball and stuff like that. But your Orlando Magic are kind of breaking news recently. How you feel releasing Bull Bull? Oh, I'm fine with that. The 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 in the social media age that we live in, people who don't actually watch the games like I had to gut through this last season uh on NBA League Pass. You see a lot of cool stuff that Bobo can do, get the rebound, take it down, go between his legs, pass behind his back, shoot a three. That happens like once every seven games. And um, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with Bobo being gone. He, he wasn't going to get many minutes in the rotation anyway. So maybe someone else can pick him up and he can, maybe San Antonio goes and grabs him and they have a Bobo Wembenyama <laughs> t-shirt that sounds like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think we've talked about it since the last time that we recorded together, but you guys, the Orlando Magic, pick up a jazz favorite, jazz fan favorite, Joe Ingles. Oh, yeah, jingling. Yeah, jingling Joe. Go, baby. Um, what are that. your thoughts on that pickup there? Just to have a, a veteran, a pro, you know, I've all, I, even though I'm, as you said, I'm not a jazz fan, I've always loved Joe Ingles for the way he plays. Um, really good in the pick and roll really annoying on defense right like a get an irritant would be the best description of him uh so i'm happy he's there very very happy plus i mean he's a good guy i mean if we're being honest you know his last year or so with milwaukee they're not probably all the best as far as his play on the court but what he's gonna bring i think i mean this is me looking as an outsider to the orlando magic when i think of the magic i still think of them as a young well, that's team, what they that, are. Yeah. team that could use some vet leadership. And I think Joe's the perfect kind of guy to come in there and yeah. help them out. I mean, that's, that feels like the best kind of thing for him to come. Oh in yeah. That's great. Guys. And and also his play last year, he was coming off of a, you know, of the ACL injury. I think he played what, like halfway through the season, he came back and to get your wind back, especially at an NBA level, not playing that whole time is, is tough. And 
uh, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking down there in Orlando, you know, 15 minutes or so a game, hit some open threes because, you know, he can do that. And then also, yeah, just be a leader. So I'm excited for it. Somebody made like the, uh, I saw this a tweet or something like that saying like Joe Ingles playing like every time thing of the U S before he retires. Like, you know, he started the Clippers out there on the West coast, comes oh, to the Utah Midwest, Milwaukee's, you know, Midwest thing or whatever now going, yeah, it's just, I thought yeah. that was kind of funny, but you know, and also someone else said, Joe ending his career where everyone else goes to retire Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny there. Sometimes, you know, sometimes when Twitter's working, it can be a glorious thing like that with the joke. When it is like working, that. you're right. Yeah. When it is working. So, um, like I mentioned, as we're recording today, it is July 5th. Tomorrow, July 6th, is when a lot of things can start becoming official in the NBA, um, such as, let me pull up the actual wording, July 6th, NBA teams can begin officially signing players, extending players, and completing trades. Um, so for the Jazz side of things, I mean, that means tomorrow they could possibly in- officially announce the Collins trade, yep. and then maybe also officially announce the extension, whatever the contract is they're doing with Jordan Clarkson. So mm-hmm. tomorrow could be a fun day with the, the Utah Jazz, so... That would be, I mean, tomorrow is the last day of Salt Lake Summer League. That would be a pretty cool thing if they got Collins in town, yeah. do, do the thing, and then he's there at the last game and, you know. Him, Clarkson, him. your boy Olenek was there uh, on Monday. So, yeah, yeah, bring him out. Yeah, that would be kind of cool for the fans there, especially if we're sitting in that arena sweating our asses off. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. We've got some people leaving us some comments here. Uh, shout out to Joe Ingles. We got somebody saying shout out to Jordan Clarkson. Thanks to Brian there for watching on our live stream right now on the YouTube and leaving some comments. Um, I see a lot of people talking about, I guess we can end on this, the Dame Lillard of it all. You know, he's obviously requested the trade. He's says he only wants to play for Miami or somebody saying that for him. I don't know if he's actually said that who the hell knows who's actually saying it, but this the Utah Jazz side of things. I mean, there's been a lot. Of, I mean, I know you listen to a lot of sports podcasts like I. I feel like a lot of these sports podcasts that I've listened to the last couple of days are naming the Utah Jazz as the quote unquote dark horse just because, you know, everyone knows Miami Heat does not have a good trade package that they can really offer them. Yeah. Where a team like the Utah Jazz could give them a great offer, especially if they're going to go into more of a quote unquote rebuilding thing, you know, offer them draft picks, maybe send them a player. I've thought more and more about this. You know, when the news first came out, I was like, yeah, we got to get dang blah, 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 blah. The more I've thought about it, I, and I'm not thinking, I'm not even thinking about this as far as the contract logistics, you know, is it he's going to get paid a, a ton a as he gets older here and stuff like that. It's going to, once you get him on that contract too, it's going to be hard to move him again, unless he, you know, comes in this first year, does amazing. And then he wants out again or whatever, then you could possibly trade him. That but that whole situation could be iffy. I think the thing that could be hard is that, and I guess you wouldn't really know until the trade happens. Just what pieces you lose to acquire him. And I'm not even talking about like the draft picks. I'm talking about players. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the Utah Jazz right now. Whoever they're starting and they're starting five is, and then the bench. I mean, that's a pretty solid lineup right now. Looking at, I'm excited for this lineup that we have right now. Does acquiring a superstar like Dame excite me too? Yes. I, at what cost? So that's that's what I'm getting at here. At what cost would it take to lose Dame? I mean, as you from the outside, this is a two-part question for you. One, do you think Dame takes Jazz 
let's just let's go for the whole thing. Does does he put the Jazz into championship contending? Let's just say even like the Western Conference Finals. Can he get him there? Do you think? And then two, what would the Jazz need to trade to get him? Is would it be worth it? That's a lot I'm throwing at you. What well, I think you response? have to answer that backwards. I think you have to answer what the Jazz would lose, and then afterwards, does that get them into the Western Conference Finals discussion? Um, so obviously they're going to give up a lot of picks, right? And I, I, I mean, we'll get to this in a minute, but give up a lot of picks. There's going to have to be some uh, compensation uh, that equals out close to what Dame is making, you know, contract-wise to make it make sense. So I don't know. Who's the Jazz highest paid player now? Clarkson? I don't know. Well, no, to, it would to... be Collins, but I don't know if they can oh, even Collins. trade him, though. Yeah, I don't think you can flip that quickly, and I don't think that's a uh, what. Well, maybe it would be something that Portland would want. I don't know. Uh, definitely don't need any other guards there. I just don't see it happening. Now, let's let's just make a let's have a makeup trade. Okay, let's just say that. And then I again, uh, people will say, "Oh, the money doesn't match up," or "You can't. This doesn't work." Whatever. So obviously you're going to be getting rid of some type of guard, uh, Utah would. So let's let's just pretend, right? Jordan Clarkson gets moved. I don't think Portland wants someone like Jordan Clarkson at his age. Maybe he, maybe they do. I'm not saying he's old, but obviously a lot longer, younger than Dame. Clarkson goes. You're going to have to unload. You know, probably two okay. to three. I was saying probably an Ochai. Like they probably want somebody young. Yeah, too. someone younger, someone like Ochai. Two to three picks. I'm sure there's protection with those, and maybe another pick swap. Um, so a team with Dame, uh, whoever you would have at the two, Laurie, John Collins, Walker Kessler, and then you know you have your your bench players. Um, I don't think that's a team that's better than Denver, even with the Bruce Brown, losing Bruce Brown. I don't think that's a team that's better. And God, I can't believe I'm saying this, but they had a really solid um, uh, free agency. I don't know if that's a team that's better than the LA Lakers. You know, again, saying everyone's healthy, saying everyone's good to go. You, you can always count on Anthony Davis not being healthy for a certain amount of time. LeBron's getting older. I don't think adding Dame to this Utah roster makes them better than either one of those teams. So also, I don't think Dame fits what Utah wants to do the next three years because this, you know, it, it is a more aggressive rebuild in what Utah is doing quicker. And they, you know, this upcoming year, I would expect them to be at minimum in the play in game. But with that said, I don't think them bringing Dame to Utah for what they would have to give up makes them better than Denver or the Lakers. So I wouldn't even do it. So here's the thing, though. I mean, it definitely, on as a jazz fan, jazz fan side of things, I think about it in the sense that it definitely does, it for sure elevates them to a higher than we are. I mean, oh right now, no doubt, there's right, no question. Right now, I think people are like, jazz could be a play-in team, maybe you know, into the lower spot of the playoffs. The fact that you're even saying like, okay, they're not better than the Nuggets, not better than the Lakers, but they're still then okay, maybe they're that next tier though. So maybe. You know, maybe they could be the Nuggets where people are like, they're good, but then as the season goes on, they're like, shit, they're really good and yeah. stuff like that. But the, the I think, and like we both are saying, it just really depends on what you'd have to give up to get him, and that's the hard part. Like, even right here saying, like, I think I saw someone on Twitter today throw it out there saying, you know, you do Kelly Olenek, Ochai, and then, you know, a bunch of draft picks and trade that. And you go, okay, 
Now here becomes the problem is like, I know those draft picks and everything are assets, but like, man, that is so hard because what if Dame has only like one good season and then he just totally just starts, you know, his age catching up with them. And then we no longer have those draft picks to, you know, get another great, I don't know. It's just, I don't know if it, the math on as far as those things add up to me. I mean, this is why, this is why, you know, those GMs, the, the Justin Zanuck's Danny age, they're the best, you know, this is, they got to figure this stuff out and it's on them to decide if, his contract is worth losing such and such and picks and picks or whatever. And that's got to be tough though. I mean, I can imagine sitting there just like going back and forth and stressing the hell out of it. Cause that, I mean, I, you've heard this a lot too. One of these podcasts that I listen to the jazz don't have opportunities often to get a superstar player like that. Like it's either through the draft or you swing for the fences and mm-hmm. you go for it and it either works out or not. So but I think that they've set themselves up nicely to do that in the event they can. But I don't think Dame is the answer. And I love Damian Lillard. I really do. But I don't think in the window the Jazz are looking at his age, I don't think it makes sense to give up what they would need to give up and still not make, you know, the Western Conference Finals or whatever it may be. So. It would know. definitely be exciting. I mean, oh I saw some, god, it would be be rocking. I saw somebody like on Twitter. It was some kind of poll thing they did or questionnaire, and most people, I mean, most Jazz fans had voted no as far as doing the trade. But then I even said like, but if this trade went through, we would all be running to the stores to buy that Dame Jazz jersey right away. Like that thing oh, would be a hot seller and stuff. So uh, it's kind of interesting. Like I, how quickly isn't it weird how things work though? It wasn't long ago where everyone was like, Dame's a Portland guy. He loves Portland. Mm-hmm. He's Portland's dude. He's he's the greatest Portland player ever. And now, since this, you know, demand of a trade, it's almost like he's become kind of a villain in, in a sort of... Oh, I don't if, think so. Well, I think, that's, say, I think it's just, a total opposite. I'm just saying in the sense that now, I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but this, maybe it's just in the last 24 hours or so, but this, I only want to play for Miami. Things really, really getting pressed, it seems like. Like, I guess, you know, teams are acquiring and saying, I think there might've been some interview that came out this morning and saying like, he, no, he's saying like, it's Miami or I'm not playing basically kind of yeah. a thing. Well, and when you do those kind of things, that's when you go over like, Whoa, bro. Like you signed the contract, you know, you, the team, wherever they trade you, you need to go play for them. And yeah. let's not, let's not turn into into James Harden on us or something. I, so. I haven't seen, I haven't seen anyone getting uh, mad or upset at him. And like, as a, person that you know doesn't care one way or the other where 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 he goes or if he stays in portland like can you blame him i mean he's stuck out he's stuck in portland this whole time and to be like hey yeah i want to go to miami and maybe that's been twisted a bit like from the media standpoint like he only wants to go to miami but uh i mean why wouldn't you want to go to miami well sure i'm just i'm just saying like i'm just i'm talking more of like he's making it where it's almost i mean again this is just hearsay what i'm hearing i'm seeing on twitter like, and I have no problem. You demand a trade. That's fine. You know, if you're trying to, and especially you say, I want to trade and this is where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Obviously Portland doesn't have to do that, but when right. it gets to the point of like, no, if you don't trade me here, then I'm just not going to play with that. When it gets into that kind of talk, that's where I think thing. And I, for me, I guess maybe this is me. That's where I can almost be like, well, you know, bro, like you've got a pretty good contract. I know you're a good player. You're a superstar player, all-star and all that. But like, is it like, like say he got, I'm just saying, let's say he got traded to Utah. Would it really be the worst thing in the world for you to come play in Utah, played out, 
maybe you have a great year. It's maybe it's like the Chris Paul Thunder situation, you know, make the best of it. And mm-hmm. then maybe the following year, they'll move you again to where you want to yeah. go. And maybe it's a better time at that point for you to get to Miami. You know, I just say, well, I think I whoever's think running, would... whoever's running his talk right now, I don't, cause I haven't seen him say it. Obviously it's whoever's putting his yeah. stuff out there. I just wish and hope because I like I like him. He seems like a great person. He seems like a really good person. I would just hate for the it to turn ugly like that, if that makes sense. Him saying, no, I only want this place and that's it. I think right. if there's any player in the league that it wouldn't matter, it would be him. Like people thinking like, oh, this guy's a, a jerk or whatever you fill in the blank. Right. Uh, because he has stuck it out so long in Portland. He's played with a lot of bad teams. And he's carried that organization for years. So I, I mean, he's, I don't, I don't know. I, and Twitter's a wasteland if we're going to be serious. Okay. You can go down a rabbit hole of like, uh, I don't know, name a person that like everyone loves on the planet. And there's going to be people that hate him and talk bad about him. But I, I also like our guy, Brian here is saying, I would also say that no matter where he does get traded, he's going to play. Like he's not going to sit out a year because he didn't get sent to Miami. Right. So, yeah. So let me just pull this up here just so you guys don't think I'm just talking out my butt here and making things up. So where I saw this is that NBA central Twitter page, you know, just Again, kind of puts just, out that's things. a wasteland of it. Was well, it, was it, hold well, on, hold on. Well, let me guess. Let me guess. Is it LA Lakers daily that they shared the post from? No, they always share some dumb shit. From so that. this Go first ahead. one that I'm seeing here, this is actually from Shams said it. And this is a quote saying, no team will want to take on the possibility of adding a disgruntled superstar to their max. Um, so I think that's oh, just yeah. them saying that I'm here interested in that. That's something else. I don't want to sit and look. NBA for Central is like the TMZ of uh, before TMZ actually reported like breaking news. That's what I feel like NBA Central is. Yeah, Especially in a, this time period, summer. I, I'm not going to be able to find it here quickly, but I feel like when I saw it, like they had taken it from like a, it was either like a Mark Stein column or someone, you know, pretty reliable on their sourcing stuff. But anyways, I mean, if you guys don't believe me, look it up on NBA central if you want to, but I, I swear I saw it on there, but I mean, like I said, an interview with bull bull saying he's, he's going to get revenge. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. (laughs) Um, but anyways, it'll be very interesting to see how this, you know, I actually thought that this whole damn thing was going to be done and quick and he would be on his new team by like the end of this week. But I don't know. It doesn't seem like that's happening anytime soon. So to be determined. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's wrap up this episode because now we're just yapping on about nothing. We're talking about other Twitter pages and to hell with them. <laughs> um, so to wrap it up, Jazz Summer League playing tonight in Salt Lake City, tomorrow in Salt Lake City. Then they hop on a plane, I think, or maybe on a bus since it is Summer League, heading down to Vegas. I would hope it's a plane, a nice I, plane. I, well, you never know. Head down to Vegas to start Summer League in Vegas. Their first game is this Saturday against the LA Clippers. That game's going to be on ESPN2. By the way, for anyone wondering, the Vegas games will not be on KJazz. All those games will be on ESPN2 or ESPNU or NBA TV. So you're just going to have to look each game and decide where it's on. Um, Speaking of KJazz, by the way, I saw somebody started some kind of petition that like trying to get KJazz added to YouTube TV. So I don't know if that's going to happen. Apparently KJazz is on like no subscription things like the Hulu lives, Mm -hmm. things like that. So do they have an app? Like, can you watch the KJazz app? So like, I don't think so, but like, 
Damn. So they're on. I mean, if you just get an old antenna, though, you can get an antenna for like 20 bucks and hook it up to your TV. You know what I discovered? So I TV's went on there. all mounted. You know what I mean? I don't want to be messing with Well, that. here, let me take. Well, it's, you can get those little thinny ones now that go right behind your TV. Okay. All right. But what I was going to say is like, I just realized when I went on there, I was like, oh, yeah, I have KJ's. There is a lot of free channels over the air, like a shit ton. So, yeah. um, you know, a 20 buck antenna so you can get the KJ's. If you guys didn't know, there's a lot of free channels that come over the air. So check that out. Um, also, I believe the Jazz are trying to work on like some kind of subscription app thing. Yeah. So, so people can stream. I think my personal opinion, obviously, I don't know. They, they might run into some issues with that, though, because obviously the NBA wants people to still pay for NBA league pass and stuff like that. So we'll see how they work that out and stuff like that. But I think if they do it as a free app, then it makes sense. Cause K jazz is free. Well, but. no, but I'm talking like they're trying to make it. So like people that are out of the local thing, like can oh, watch gotcha. through the app and stuff like that. I think yeah. that's what they were talking about. It all seemed very, to be honest, mm. me being in the local spot, I was just happy about the K jazz. Cause for me, I'm so happy for this next season. Cause Jazz are going to be over the air on the antenna, and so is my hockey team, the Vegas Golden Knights. They're going to be on the antenna, so it's a, it's a good time. And then, of course, though, I got to pay for my Sunday ticket, though. So that kind of that's yeah. that's a sucker, but it is what it is. All right, now I'm talking about football stuff. Who cares? Get out of here, huh? Uh, you got any plugs you need to get in before you get out of here? Nope. Uh, the will, you, uh, well, kind of the will wonder pod on Instagram. You can follow that DJ will wonder on Twitter. Uh, we're taking a whole month off of the will wonder pod. I'm re- revamping some things, uh, but we'll be back the week of August 7th. So just follow for now and you can stay updated that way. Also, uh, I should have mentioned this early on, but if you tonight, are going to Salt Lake yeah. summer league, either tonight or tomorrow, Come find us. Two, of, Both of our beautiful faces will be out in front of the Jazz Arena. Typically, I mean, we'll probably kind of be over by the Jazz Note area. Come yeah. find us. I may have to um, put in PTO for tomorrow. I'll let you know. We'll talk off air. Talk off um, air. But anyways, come find us. We're going to do some Jazz trivia stuff. Um, you know, if you can answer all our questions, right, you'll win some prizes. I'm not going to lie. We did some questions yesterday. No one got all the questions right. There, I mean, there's, the, a, there's some footage coming soon, and it was tough. But, you know, it starts out easy with the questions, but then it gets a little rough. So I mean, feel like, we thought it started out easy. Oh, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, at least, let's just say this. A hint to anybody watching right now that wants to come do trivia. <sighs> know the first and last name of all three draft picks. OK, that's we'll just put that out there in the universe. Yeah. Um. Anyways, come find us. I'll, I'll put it on the social medias when we're out there and let everyone know where to come find us. Enjoy the rest of Jazz Summer League basketball. And you better enjoy it because I'm telling you, all I said this recently. Once summer league's over, it goes into dark times. There's about, I mean, we're lucky this year because there's FIBA World Cup to watch, but yeah, that's not till the end of August. So that's going to be about a month, month and a half ish of no basketball really going on. So enjoy this summer league while you can. Go Jazz! See you guys at summer league tonight, and bye bye. <laughs>